Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Brighton versus Liverpool in the Premier League. Um, first of all, I was meant to do the podcast for Liverpool versus Eglan, so apologies for not posting my reaction to that. I, was, I wasn't even at home, I was away at work, so I missed the whole game. Um, so it would be unfair to do my post-match analysis just based off highlights, where it doesn't really tell me the full 90-minute picture. Whereas this time I've had the opportunity to watch Brighton versus Liverpool, give my thoughts on it. And yeah, um, but what I can say is um, from what I've seen in the Atlanta game, we lost 2-0 at home. I was told Klopp made lots of changes because obviously injuries are constantly happening with this side. Um, we lost Cato last week to Leicester. Um, and yeah, and just constant, every time we're losing midfielders, they're still, Thiago wasn't present for that game and Henderson wasn't present for the Atlanta game. And I think Klopp had to make that sacrifice just to protect the core of your team because there's still enough games to win and qualify in the Champions League. So that bit doesn't frighten me. Um, so as long as you draw against Ajax or beat Midland, you should be through anyway. So, Champions League, I'm not too concerned, even though we lost at home. The important thing was the no injuries that happened in the Atlanta game. This time, was back to Premier League duties, however, where if Liverpool play in the early kickoff today, if they win the game, they go top of the Premier League. A win or a draw takes you to the top of the Premier League. Um, and yeah, takes you to the top of the Premier League. With the Tottenham Chelsea game being tomorrow, uh, it was a good it was a good time to set the standard of um, keeping the being the pacemakers essentially. Yeah, sorry, I had a bit of a brain freeze. Um, there was a lot of controversy again that happened in this game. We'll get into it. Um, so yeah, let's just get straight into it. The lineup. Allison in goal, left back, Robertson centre backs, um, Fabinho and Nat Phillips, right back, Nico Williams, your centre mids, Genie Wanaldum, um, James Milner, Takumi Minamino, up front you had Bobby Firmino, Mo Salah, and Diogo Jota. So yes, uh, not the greatest lineup, but it's not like Klopp had a choice. Obviously, with more than half the squad dead, um, and every and all these midweek fixtures constantly happening, it was important for Liverpool to rotate again. Um, but you, this time you didn't hear Joe Matip. Joe Matip wasn't on the bench either, and now he's not injured. Um, apparently, Klopp is resting him. So. For the Tuesday game, which makes sense because Joe Matic playing in these conditions, he would crumble and get injured as well. Um, so that's what we're dealing with at the moment. The good thing is though that Henderson came back on the bench, so he's back, kind of, and it's just a case of building that match fitness up to be raring, ready and raring to go again. So um, yeah. So anyways, the game starts now. Um, for the first 10 minutes, Liverpool on fire. The first opening chance, um, nice bit of build-up play. 
between Robertson and Firmino, who passes the greats of through ball to Diogo Jota. Jota's running down the channel. Salah's running on the outside, the opposite wing. Um, Jota plays the ball in, but Yonder hits the pass. Um, Yonder hits the pass, and nothing comes of it. And the Brighton player clears it. That was the first warning sign. Um, second, second chance came. Uh, a nice over-the-top ball from Fabinho to Mo Salah. Um, he's in on goal, but the ball was kind of bouncing a lot in the air. Just doesn't get a good control on it. It was very unlucky, but we were making all the good off-the-ball runs. Um, and that was the good spell we had for 10 minutes. Then after that, Brighton started to grow in confidence. Um, again, Liverpool were playing this high line, and I know it's a new centre-back pairing, but I guess the principle remains the same defensively. Whoever whoever the team selection is in defence. So we played the high line. Um, Brighton had Aaron Connolly up front. He's quite small and he's a bit pacey. So any balls over the top or any through balls, you could be in trouble. Um, the first incident happened now where Minamino loses the ball. or He just gets outworked by one of these Brighton midfielders. The ball falls to Mope. Um... Fabinho is a bit touch tight on Malpe, but he has to be because that's your striker to man mark. Then Aaron Collinley notices the space, the gap, and Malpe just beats Nat Phillips for pace. And Malpe plays a lovely through ball to Aaron Collinley. He's in on goal, he's one on one. Thankfully, he doesn't open up his body wide enough, and the ball goes, um, the ball goes out of play essentially, and he misses the chance. He fumbles it, and that was the first warning shot. Then another through ball again happens. Another high line. Just Liverpool caught lacking with these stupid balls over the top. It's Brighton for goodness sake. Where, but I know the standard um, of our defenders is just for them to be makeshift players. But simple over the top balls where Aaron Connolly is enjoying and running. That should not be happening. Um, and then Alisson has to come out of goal. I think at least twice just to clear our lines. Um, and then um, Brighton were building the confidence on that. And then another build-up play happens. A key moment of the game happens. Um, a Brighton player is running down the channels. He runs into the 18-yard box. But it's, it's one of them ones where it's not, it's not a clear shot on goal. It's a, he has to cross the ball to create the chance. But Nico Williams... I don't know what it is, whether it's inexperience or something else. He completely panics, completely panics and takes out the player. And every Liverpool player is shaking their head at him. I know Nico Williams has been getting a lot of criticism. We, we know he's not Trent Alexander-Arnold. We don't expect him to be Trent Alexander-Arnold. But if you're going to be the number two right back, you have to be at least adequate enough at Premier League standard. Last time at Brighton away, this guy was getting cooked by Tarek Lamptey um, in the Project Restart. But, and this time he's getting cooked again by another Brighton player and he just wasn't having the greatest game. Um, and then Malpe takes up takes the penalty. Brighton, he shoots. Thankfully, ball goes wide. So Liverpool bus case, essentially. Um, Nico Williams breathes a sigh of relief. It was a complete moment of madness and stupidity from the young guy. Um, I'm waiting for him to learn from his mistakes. At the minute, he's not learning from these mistakes. But he's getting game time because everyone else is injured. So it's forcing Klopp to have to deal with that, essentially. And and that's the sacrifice. Um, so yeah, ball goes wide there. 
Um, and then there's a goal kick for Liverpool. Alisson, Alisson um, takes the goal kick. Ball falls to Firmino. Controls it with his chest. Then with his thigh. Notices Salah's made the off-the-ball run. He dinks it over the top through ball to Mo Salah. The ball's bouncing now. And, and Salah's one-on-one with the keeper. But the ball's very at awkward place. So it's not settling on the ground. But Salah does a clever finish where he shoots. Bounce, hits the ball into the ground. And the ball dips over the keeper into the net. 1-0 Liverpool. Or so you thought. Who comes in interrupting? The most controversial te- te- technology... Te- yeah. The most... Uh, sorry, I, I butchered that. The most annoying thing used in the Premier League right now, VAR. VAR essentially checks this replay whether Mo Salah is onside or not. From the angle they used, it looked like Mo Salah was... Half his foot size offside. Um, yes, that's the fine margins we're talking about. Half a foot offside. Rest of his body is onside, but half his foot is offside. And it's giving offside for it. Very annoying. Um, understand if that's the offside rule they're going by, then fine. If they're going by the foot. Because obviously that makes sense. I ain't complaining about that. If it was the other way, then fair enough. But... Obviously, everyone's asking for a bit of leniency with this offside rule. What part of your body shouldn't be, shouldn't be offside. Um, It's very blurred lines still. Um, But if they say his foot was ahead of the defender, then he's offside. There's nothing you can essentially do about that. But Liverpool's general play after that, I reckon Brighton in the first half were just... They were just more... I think they grew more into the game because they started noticing these long balls... That was so easy to play. Um, yeah, so that wasn't pleasant. And Liverpool just couldn't get going. Everything was hoof and hope. Hoof and hope. Hoof and hope. Um, Minamino didn't look good in midfield. We can Let's talk about him. There's times where he just looks like... Um, when Minamino's on the ball and it gets tack- when he gets tackled, it's like tackling your little brother who's, who you're older than by seven years. Like, he, he can get bullied off the ball very easily. And he does this little exaggeration run thing. I don't know. Like, his, his, the way he moves his body, the body language is quite hilarious. Um, he did have a shot outside of the foot. Um, but it, it was very tame effort. Um, and, yeah. That, and, yeah, that's pretty much the first half. It was not good at all. We need the changes immediately, to be honest. Nico Williams had a stinker. Nat Phillips was managing okay. Um, he's an old-school type defender. Fabinho, makeshift centre-back, he did okay. Robertson was working with what he has. So, um, Genie Wijnaldum doing the tidying-up role. Fair enough, I can't complain that Genie. He's the only midfielder that's playing 90 minutes. Week in, week out, not getting injured. So... Thankfully, his body is looking after him quite well. Um, Milner was okay-ish. Yeah, not front. Uh, front three, it was just starved of any good service, really. Other than other than them two moments in the first 10 minutes. And that was the first half. Second half, immediate substitution happens. Jordan Henderson comes on. Nico Williams comes off. So that's the second time at Brighton away Nico Williams comes off directly at half-time. Henderson comes on and everyone suddenly remembers they're playing for Liverpool Football Club. 
So when Henderson comes on, your standards is higher. You play with your chest up higher. Your body, your confidence and belief system is now with it's now there. It's now present in this moment in time. Um, Henderson was the key influence because our intensity grew more. We started looking after the ball more. We weren't playing this hoof football now. We're actually playing intricate pieces of play, trying to link up with um, the front three more, giving them the right kind of service. And that's because Henderson was about. And that's his influence. That's what he does to this Liverpool team now. And that's why he's the captain and the lead of this side. Because you can see what he does when he comes on. And then finally, the key moment happens. Andy Robertson beats the, player, beats the defender. Um, he passes the ball to Jota just outside the 18-yard box. Jota dribbles past two defenders. He shoots the ball. Um, low drive, hits the bottom corner. 1-0 Liverpool. Diogo Jota scores again for Liverpool. I think that's his 7th, 8th goal of the season. This boy is on fire. Absolute on fire. He's, he's clearly the most informed throw forward we have at this present moment in time. Um, and yeah, his confidence is just growing every time. And it was, I, was, I was happy to see it, as he, as he should be in Liverpool. Because of that start of that second half, deserved to be on top. And then um, substitution happens again. Sadio Mane comes on. Mo Salah comes off. Salah wasn't happy with the substitution, but he's barely played any football in the month of November. I know he had international break. He had coronavirus. And then he played half an hour against Atalanta and half an hour, 60 minutes today. He, he wasn't happy, but because of the scoreline, you'd say, oh, um, yeah, take him off, start him against Ajax, let him play the full 90. Sadio Mane comes on, um, so that was your second substitution. And then um, Adam Lallana, former Liverpool player, comes on for Brighton. Um, Genie tackles Lallana, then Lallana comes off after 10 minutes. So that sums up why Adam Lallana is never fit enough to play for Brighton. Or play for Liverpool after all these years. Because he's just made out of Weetabix, essentially. There's something wrong with his body where mentally he can't play football properly. I don't know what it is with Lalana, And that's the risk Brighton took with him. Paying astronomical wages. And that's why he never got a game with Liverpool. He was on 100k a week. But you're playing football once every four months. That's not, that's not worthy. Um, and then, yeah. Welbeck, there's a there was another incident, another key moment. Um, a ball, a loops ball, whips in. Welbeck wins the header, but Nat Nat Phillips got eyes on the ball as well. It's a fifty fifty moment, and then um, another, but it, it was a clear collision. But referee blows free kick for Brighton for some reason. It made complete no sense. It didn't make any sense at all. Um, and then Milner feels something. He goes down with a hamstring. So that's another Liverpool player. Another Liverpool player injured. Again, at the hands of fixture congestion. Um, so Milner has a hamstring injury. So we won't see him for another two, three weeks. Liverpool are, 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 are we're down to rations at this point. We are down to rations. Nobody can play three games a week anymore because there was no proper pre-season in place. To look after the welfare of our players. And you're now commanding players to play Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Saturday, Thursday, Sunday. 
There's always a midweek game and no preseason and no international break. There's no wonder all these players are falling every time. There was even that's why I said Mope came off injured. Lalana's injury prone. He came off injured. Well, um, Busuma had an injury problem. I think he came off as well. Uh, every every Premier League team is dealing with constant injuries. It's unacceptable. So yeah, Milner comes off. Curtis Jones comes on at right back. That's how starved of options we are right now. Every that's the amount of injuries we're dealing with right now. It's very frustrating. It's very very frustrating. It's very, it's a it's a it's a weird it's a weird season and it's like the fixture the fixture list, the people running the fixture list, the people at the the corporate people are trying to run this like it's a normal season. It's clearly not a normal season when the pandemic. There's no fans around here. There's no V. There's VARs ruining celebrations. Um. As you can see, and yeah, so we're dealing, so we deal with Curtis Jones at right back. And for the remainder of the game, we're trying to hold on to this lead. Um, but the game kind of now is in the balance. You've got Nat Phillips, who also had some, he won the ball but felt awkwardly, and Klopp's face was a picture. If you, have, if you, if you watch the game, you know what I'm talking about, where Klopp's face was like, oh dear God, please not him as well. Because that's what we're dealing with at the moment. Um, and then it looks like Liverpool were going to hold this lead for a miraculous win. And then the most stupidest decision again happens. So again, another loot ball in from Brighton. Um, one of their players wins a header. The ball falls, bounces inside the box. Danny Welbeck's running from one end. Robertson running from the other end. They both stand still to try and kick the ball in opposite directions. So it's clearly 50-50. Robertson slightly misses the ball. Slashes Welbeck. Tiny, tiny contact. I am not being biased. I am not, being, I am not exaggerating. You go and watch this replay yourself. He gets the slightest contact on Welbeck. And it's not a foul. It's just a contact sport. Because two players have to try and kick the ball to win the ball, right? Welbeck then takes one, two, third steps, decides to go down. After feeling this quote-unquote contact. Falls down. Referee didn't see anything of it at the time. And then and then Genie got fouled after winning the ball. Um, and then the referees checking for VAR. What's going on here? What's going on with the sport of football? What is going on with the sport of football? I am bamboozled. I am bamboozled that VAR decided to check this. And they were constantly looking at this. We had five minutes added time. Um, they were looking at this for a minute and a half. And then they told the referee, go to the monitor. So I'm thinking, I cannot believe they even requested for the referee to go to the monitor. The referee goes to the monitor. I'm thinking, surely he has some logic here. He understands. It's just two players trying to kick the ball at the same time. There was the slightest contact on Welbeck. It wasn't detrimental enough to make him fall to the ground. 
Referee looks at it, gives a penalty. A penalty again. Unfucking believable. Unfucking believable. What is happening to the sport of football? What is happening to the sport of football? Can you see what football is like in this era now? Can you see what football is like in this era? We now can't celebrate goals because players are scared, are scared that it's offside. So you're not you're seeing natural celebrations. There's no fans in the stadium. So you're not getting that natural football atmosphere. We're in a pandemic. So now injuries are happening more than ever. And corporate, the corporations at the top aren't looking after player welfare. VAR is making any stupid rule going off vibes and pretending it's fine. Pretending this is all normal. How could have this been a penalty? I do not know. Again, the sport of football is in the mud. What is going on with VAR? I'm getting tired of seeing the same nonsense. This is this is I don't know if this was worse than the Everton incident. If he, if it's not worse, it's definitely on the same level. And then Brighton get their penalty. Solly March or I don't know who takes this penalty. He shoots at Allison. He shoots at Allison. Goes down the middle. One one. Brighton equalise. All that hard work holding in the game ruined because VAR, the oh the people operating at VAR are bored in Stockley Park, and they're making any rule as they go along, because if you've played the sport of football, you know that's not a penalty, but they give it a penalty anyway. Disgusting. So Liverpool failed to win at Brighton. Um, Brighton secure points. Liverpool goes to the top of the Premier League, but it's not even worth celebrating because it was embarrassing how VAR took this away from us again. Liverpool should be on 25 points. We are only on 21. We've had four points taken away from us because of VAR. And people said VAR helped Liverpool last season to win the league. Well, it's definitely doing a good job in retaining the Premier League, isn't it? Not. So, yeah, that was the annoying part. Man of the match. I'd probably say Alisson, you know. I'd give it to Alisson. Because that goal, that penalty wasn't his fault. Um, He snuffed out a lot of danger. He didn't have to do much, essentially. Or honourable mention, I give Jota for that individual brilliance to create the goal. Um, yeah, so that was the scoreline, one-one. Milner's now injured, so God knows if who's playing centre mid or right back now. It might be the case of Nico Williams playing right back and Henderson in midfield. Um, as we await, who else comes back from injury? Um, we got Ajax next in the Champions League. A draw means that we are through. A draw means we are through, so not too much pressure. Also back to five substitutions. Um, so a lot of rotating probably will happen again. But yeah, I'm just disgusted by these officials again. Again, robbing Liverpool of three points. I don't know what to say. It's very hard to be motivated about this sport when 
you see nonsense decisions like this. But yeah. Um, that's it for now. I don't really have much else to say. Thank you guys for listening to LFC Reactions. Like, share, subscribe. I'll put my Twitter handle in the comments in the description below. Let me know what you thought of this game. Um, also, rest in peace to one of the greatest players of all time, Diego Maradona, um, passed away age 60. Very sad news. He, gave, he was given FIFA Player of the Century, um, and rightly so, because this player was a magician on the ball. Um, it's sad how things turned out for him um, after retirement. 60 is still very young age. And yeah, it's quite unfortunate that he passed away. So rest in peace, Diego Maradona. You will not be forgotten. You've been one of the goats of football. One of the first flair players with an outrageous technique on the ball. And that World Cup winning moment for Argentina. You're Argentina's biggest hero and they're smiling up at you right now. So rest in peace, Diego Maradona. But yeah, um, hopefully I'll be around for this Champions League game where I can give my analysis on Liverpool versus Ajax. So thank you guys for listening and yeah, that's about it really. Thank you.